hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Kendall Michelle, and this is I Was Just Wondering. You have now tuned in to a community where we seek to learn, understand, and relate. Everything that is said is meant to promote perspective and higher thinking. And remember, this is not a lecture. It's a conversation. Now it's time to expand our minds. Y'all ready? Let's go. Sitting here today, I can definitely attest to the idea that my viewpoints and my mindset on certain concepts have definitely changed over time. Now, of course, some were to be expected. I was expected for some things to change naturally, simply because, you know, as you transition from childhood to adulthood, you go through life and life changes the way you see things, right? Uh, So that's definitely to be expected in some aspects, but there's definitely some where I didn't really necessarily expect myself to change. I always thought I was going to be dead set on this idea or this mind frame um, when it came to certain concepts such as like love. Love was a big one for me because at the time as a kid, as a teenager, not saying like it was a long time ago, but still Um, I thought I had a good idea of what love was or how to love and how to receive love and how to give love. Um, I thought I had it all down packed. I thought I had a great grasp of what it is. Now, sitting here today, I can definitely say that that's a complete lie, a complete sham, uh, very much inaccurate. (laughs) Uh, it was, it was... It was a time. I, I don't know if I would consider it to be love. It was an emotion for sure. A lot of emotions. Um, but it wasn't necessarily love. Um, sitting here today, I can't say that I'm this expert or I know exactly how love is supposed to work because I don't. But I do have a better idea. And I do understand what inefficient love is versus efficient love healthy so to speak so to say versus unhealthy um growing up as a kid I think the foundation or the basis on which I set my ideas for love came from watching like Disney shows and Disney princess movies um because you know they they were like the introduction the first layer of what love was to me now not to expose myself or anything in my life like that for real I didn't necessarily have a real life example of what love was um so I really relied on tv shows and movies and just my overall interactions with others to kind of build what I thought love was um so when I did see these movies and I did watch these shows, Disney princess movies, um, they all they all kind of went hand in hand. They kind of were all the same. It was always this young girl that went through all these trials and tribulations and hard times. And it seems in the end, the only person that was able to help her through all of that, regardless of the side characters, was the love of her life or the man of her dreams, you know, her Prince Charming, right? 
and in the end they live happily ever after now that that sentence of happily ever after when I tell you that was engraved in my brain like I just that was what I wanted that's what I wanted my love to be a happily ever after I would definitely say that that kick-started kind of fueled my desires to be a sucker for love like I would say I'm a huge romantic not even the sense of a romantic I'm just a sucker for love I love love in all forms all senses uh as a child when I would watch these shows or I would watch these movies and I would interact with people I'd be like wow like he loves her she loves him they went through all these situations and they're still together like that's that's love and it definitely pushed this narrative for me that pain is gain like you have to struggle to know that you love someone you have to struggle to understand that your love is true and it's unconditional like you have to go through all frameworks to make sure it's unconditional love um even in the sense that there was this uh kind of idea that if a little boy is mean to you you know if he's mean to you he's picking on you pushing you off the monkey bars he likes you you know teachers or your parents or anyone you would be like he's always mean to me he bullies me and they're like oh he's only doing that because he likes you kind of that narrative like that was just the agenda that was pushed on for me um for what love should be or how it should feel you know you got to cry a few tears to come out to your happily ever after um of course as a child even as a teenager in high school I didn't understand how complex love was I didn't understand how many variables and situations that that it took to actually understand love as a feeling as an emotion now as a young adult I can definitely say I don't perceive love stories the same way now don't get me wrong like I love love like I said before I still love love I will watch a romance movie in a second and still be crying when they at the wedding after they just went through all us all those situations and now I'm just sitting here crying because they love each other so much and it's like I still can feel for that, but at the end, at the end of the day, I don't blind myself from the love that's going on in the story. Like I still pay attention to like that. That's that shouldn't happen. That's kind of like how they say it now, like toxic behavior. Like that's toxic. You being you're being toxic, bro. Don't be toxic. Um, in love, I understand that every day isn't going to be perfect. There's no such thing, and that's the biggest thing. There's no such thing as a perfect relationship in a sense that you never have a bad day you never have a disagreement you never have a day where you guys are just rubbing each other the wrong way there's no such thing as avoiding that in any sense but at the end of the day it shouldn't be correlated to pain I don't think it should feel like pain um I definitely think when it came to Disney or the shows that I used to watch and my interactions with people as a kid and as a teenager I always correlated pain with love you have to receive pain in order to get the love but I don't think it should be like that at least for me I I don't think it should be like that because there's a difference between a rainy day you know a little drizzle maybe a little heavy drop here or there and a thunderstorm right um in saying all this this definitely as I start transitioning from my childhood to my young adulthood to my adulthood I kind of came into the 
concepts of the five love languages like my mom kind of introduced me to it and I also had this conversation with my friend you know we kind of had this discussion of what they are and what they mean and how you should go about them and learning them for yourself and learning them about people you interact with and the five love languages if you don't know are words of affirmation quality time physical touch acts of service and receiving gifts so I really think it's important to know yours. I really think it's important to know how you love to be loved because the only person that knows that is you. I think self-love is important in order to dish out any kind of love to anyone. In order to relinquish an ounce of love to another person, you have to have enough for yourself to know what you want out out of other people and out of yourself as well. So also in hand with that it's also important to know how other people like to be loved how other people want to be loved because at the end of the day just because you love someone how they how you like to be loved that doesn't make it an effective love for example you might deal with a person that doesn't need to be told i love you they don't need to hear that but at the same time they do enjoy the acts of service and the quality time to show that you love them you know, in a sense, now in reciprocation to that, you are a person that likes to be told I love you. And along with the acts of service and the quality time, you also add your words of affirmation. You know, it's all about effectively loving one another to open up that conversation and that understanding and that reciprocation of energy. Now, when it comes to reciprocation of energy, I personally feel like you should not be someone's whole happiness you should not be someone's center of the world now if that makes sense okay I'm, I'm gonna try to make it make sense because you do want that person to be on a high pedestal you do want them to hold an importance in your life but they shouldn't be everything now this comes from the idea that two people that come in together as 50 percent that they think that since you're 50 and i'm 50 we come together and we make 100 but in reality coming in at 50 you're lacking some things that you still need within yourself and they're lacking things some things within themselves that you may not be able to give them and they can't give you so therefore there comes those disagreements and those uh miscommunications and that disconnect because you guys are coming in uh insufficient in trying to make something efficient and it just I feel like that doesn't make sense I really do believe in any situation in any relationship that you garner with someone you have to come in as two holes and come in as two holes to come together to make each other better you always I think when it comes to the two holes it's not necessarily that you guys are the same person I don't even think that being the same person is a thing I think that you have to be in a like the same difference kind of thing uh you guys have similar ideas and similar thought processes and similar um what's the what's the word hobbies just similar in some way right but at the same time you're different in a way that I can teach you something I can put you onto something new and you could put me onto something new you know just that whole idea you come as two separate people but come together to make each other better uh that Disney didn't teach me that Disney did not teach me that and like I said before I don't view love stories like how I used to and I definitely mean that in the best way possible now 
the whole idea, the the uh, title of this episode is it definitely costs because like the movie, the infamous movie, the infamous saying, love doesn't cost a thing when there's definitely a cost, but it's not necessarily an expense. In my opinion, it's not necessarily an expense. It's an investment. And it's all about how much you're willing to invest in yourself so that you may invest into others. You know, it goes back to that self-love comes before dishing out the love. You have to know how you love to be loved because the only person that can tell you that correctly is yourself. Now, coming into love, romantic love is the biggest one I was I have been talking about. But there's different kinds of love. There's love and friendships, love and relationships, love that you have in family, and even love that you have for acquaintances in some way. Um, You love everyone differently. Like, you never love two people the same way, in my opinion, because they aren't the same way. Like, even in friendships, I may love one friend differently than I love another friend, and that's simply just because of, it may be because of the relationship we have, our connections, uh, you know, how that, who that person is to me, how we interact it's just all these different variables how I said before how love isn't a pinpoint situation you can't just pinpoint what love is so that really just goes to show even in family like I love my mom differently than I love my dad that doesn't mean I don't love both of them I do I love them as my parents but I also have a different love for my mom than I do for my dad it's just the way it is it's not to say that one is better than the other I would say I wouldn't say that at all but it's definitely different so in saying all of this uh about a couple of years ago I wrote this I don't even know what to call it I don't know if it's like a story an anecdote I think it was just purely my thoughts and it's crazy because it just fits so well um to what I'm talking about today and I didn't really I didn't really pay attention to it until I was just like scrolling through my notes and I was like looking at this I was like wow like what a coincidence I'm talking about love and I wrote a whole excerpt on on love I wrote this May 1st 2019 at 9 25 p.m I don't know why I wrote it at 9 25 p.m but at the end of the day it kind of did show me like where my first transition of actually understanding how I view love now versus how I used to view love. So I'm going to just read it for you guys. You know, I'm always reading y'all something. Um, so you can just see where I was coming from at on May 1st, 2019 at 9.25 p.m., right? Okay, so love. Love is a beautiful thing. It's a feeling. It's an emotion. It's a force so strong that it makes you do some of the strangest things. Love can make you do things that you never thought you would do before. It can make you say think and feel things you always thought would be foreign nature real love changes you it morphs you into a person you've always hoped you could become because let's be honest not everyone is fortunate to receive real love people actually die not knowing what it feels like to be loved and see to me that's sad because love is comforting love holds you at night and tells you it's going to be okay love dusts you off and tells you to keep going love pushes you love helps you Love is simply love. Love is undefeated. People always ask, Kendall, why do you love love so much? And the simple answer is because it's so beautiful. The energy, the emotion, the experiences you receive from love is indescribable. 
And that's the thing. There is no one way to describe love. You can only try and hope you get close enough to perfection to even describe it. Love is something you feel. Love is something you know. Love is so indefinite that you can try to question it, but you'll fall short every time. It's been said that love is the strongest force of them all. And honestly, I've never read something more true. Now, not disregarding reality, love isn't always lollipops and rainbows. Love is never perfect. Love has its bad days. Love is a roller coaster. It goes up and the sky is beautiful and the sun is shining and smiles are bright. And then it has its downs where your stomach turns and your heart drops, smiles disappear and you see nothing but the ground. But see, this roller coaster has a catch. Love is a roller coaster that you never want to get off of. It's a roller coaster you are willing to go through over and over again, every up and every down, because love is worth it. It's worth the tears and the heartache, but it's also worth worth the smiles and happiness. Love never fades. Love never gives up. And now saying all this, who do you think of when you read this? Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your best friend, your brother, your mom, your cousin. See, that's the thing. Love can come from anywhere. It doesn't have to just be a significant other. Love can come from the stranger around the corner. This is why love is so powerful. This is why I hope that each and every person gets to experience this. This is why I love love. Because no matter what, love will always love you back. Real love, see, real love never stops loving you. Real love will forever look at you as if you are the light of their life. And you can't beat that. And I look at you, I look to you reading this. Now do you see why I love love? I, I really went crazy with that one. I ain't gonna lie. Reading that back, I didn't know I put that much detail into it. Um, there's obviously some parts in there that if I was to rewrite it today, it would be different. But overall, I think it gave me a good starter pack. That's a good starter pack to to how I move about in life now, how I go about love now. Um I still will stand on the romance of love. I do believe in a happily ever after, but I don't believe you have to, you don't have to break your bones and get a couple of bruises and go through a whole boxing match and go toe-to-toe to to someone to prove someone that you love them or that they love you. I think sometimes we can overcomplicate love and we can make it harder than it needs to be. But obviously, like I said before, it's not an easy emotion. It's not an emotion or a feeling that can be described. And it's so, it varies so much between person to person that it's just like, you take it situation by situation. Um, I don't really know. I think in a couple years, in a couple years, uh, it'll change because then I'll start hitting like real life situations like marriage like marriage is going to be a topic that's going to be thrown around me quite a few times as I grow older and it's like I don't know about that yet you know so I'm definitely got some like more stages to go through to understand like my final viewpoint or my ultimate evolvement of what I think love is and how I should feel love um, right now, I think my biggest thing that I'm working on is the self-love part. I think before, as a as a youngin, as a child, I gave more love than I had. So at the end of the day, I was always in the negative when it came to my love bank. Like I was always struggling to to make sure 
I had enough for everyone else, but not for myself. And in the end, regardless of how good of a person I was to people and how many people I tried to make smile as much as possible, I was still, I was still insufficient within myself. So I was like, I was losing every time, every time I was losing. So now I'm definitely working on balance, the balance of loving myself first before I could love other people. I'm definitely understanding my love in relationships, whether it be romantic, whether it be friendships, whether it be family, just understanding where I have to give. You know, it's about understanding how much energy you can give to each situation and that being love, you know. Um, this was definitely a lot that I wanted to talk about. It's kind of deep. It's kind of a deep situation. And there's all different perspectives on what people think love is. You know, some people think that love doesn't exist. I've met some people that like love isn't real because people can love you and still do you wrong. And it's like, that's, that's so true. That is so true. But that just, that's just the, uh, instability of love, (laughs) to say to say the least like how i said in my um my little situation love makes you do some strange things and it's 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 a force that no one can explain and no one can put their finger on but at the end of the day feeling it and having it in your life is, i still believe is the best feeling in the world um so definitely always let me know how you feel about the the topic that i talked about today and your viewpoints on what I said, because it's definitely important. I definitely always want to have a conversation with you guys and see how you guys feel. Um, Other than that, I'm out. Love you. Mean it. (laughs) This concludes today's episode. And as always, it was a pleasure talking to you guys. I expressed everything I needed to, and if I didn't, I'll make sure I get to it in the future. And with that being said, I was just wondering, what do y'all think? Be sure to send me your thoughts, comments, and feedback to any of my socials linked below. If you can't find them, I got you. My Instagram for this podcast is at km.justwondering, and my Twitter is at kmjustwondering, no dot. For all business inquiries and another way to connect with me, my email is kmjustwondering at gmail.com. Remember, I love hearing from you guys and I love talking to y'all. This has been another episode of I Was Just Wondering. I'm Kendall Michelle, and I know you guys will tune in again, so this isn't a goodbye. It's just to see y'all later. Continue living your life, but stay safe. I'm out. <laughs>